But yeah, no, that was that was pretty bad. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I've seen some weird TikToks about it though. That doesn't do it justice. It doesn't. The family's weird. I always feel like there now I'm starting to wonder if there's a family in Crockett County like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's someone out there because like they seem normal on the on on the on, on the like, outside on the outside, but then they're just completely nuts on the inside. And I, I just I just know I know I know that there's a family somewhere living like that. We just can't figure it out. <laughs> they can just keep it to themselves. Yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. That was nuts. lovely Saturday night. I know, and it's crazy because people were talking about, because like with the snow and everything coming in, it's kind of crazy because people were talking about the things that they're going to get ready get ready for next week because it's going to snow or whatever. <laughs> and like we're spending our Saturday night doing a podcast, and I think that's funny. That's so 35-year-old <laughs> of us. Stop it. It's not that bad, actually. It's actually pretty fun. <laughs> it's like, really bad. It's almost like I don't even know who you are anymore because like that podcast that we did on like last week or whatever, it went super viral. And like I look at the numbers all the time, and I cannot believe how fast it took off. What do you mean? Has it not? Has it not felt any different towards you? Like, how did it make you feel listening to that? I mean, I enjoyed listening to it. It was, I thought it was great, and the feedback from like friends and stuff like that. They were texting me, and they were like, "Oh, you did so great!" And I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just sitting at home, just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of surreal because when you you think about even when I was a young kid. And I used to see people on TV and stuff. And now, like, as I'm older and, you know, they have, like, celebrities have cameo and things that, like, Instagram and they respond back to messages and everything. And you kind of feel like you're able to kind of get in touch with them a little bit. When I I did my last podcast and it took off and it went real viral, um, I kind of had the same experience where people were just constantly messaging me. And it kind of feels surreal because, like, they're listening to you in their vehicle Mm -hmm. as if they would listen to, like, like a known celebrity artist on the, like their their music or somebody on the radio or something like that. Well, I told you I had people from Memphis texting me. Yeah. Like people that I haven't talked to in years. Yeah. And they were like, you sounded great on that podcast. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> it, well, I knew, look, I, I remember like I've always, I was begging you for a while to do it because I thought you would be really good. And um, I have nothing but great, great feedback about it. And I was pretty impressed with it. Thanks. And uh, We make a great team. We do, we do. And I'm speaking, on, speaking of that, this was kind of labeled. Welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss It podcast. And um, I revamped this podcast because, you know, me and Jamie have our separate podcasts, My XME podcast. And then now I'm taking on a, um, <clears throat> a mental health podcast mm-hmm. with Anna Cook. And it's called uh, The Mind Matters podcast. Yes. And we recorded our first episode the other day for the Let's Discuss It podcast. But... um. I couldn't be more excited because I always wanted a co-host. That's why my brother did it with me. That's why I had interviews and guests and stuff like that, because I like to bounce off ideas mm-hmm. off of people, you yeah. know? And to me, it was, it was really good to, I think, I think the timing, that's when I, when we talk every time and we kind of discuss it and I would always send you messages. I'm like, look, we're at 6,000. Look, we're at 10,000, 12,000, 14,000. And uh, when, when we did that, I was like, okay, so. Now I know where we stood, but now people are listening. Yes. And so I know it wasn't easy to be vulnerable on that podcast because you were really, you you held back because of the rules I gave you a podcast. Yes. Um, 
It, but I don't think people understand. Like we have those hour conversations all the time. Yeah, we do. And it's just random. And we don't talk about just certain things. Like we don't relationship talk or friendship talk all the time. We talk about everything. Yeah. But they usually last that long. They do. But um, I mean, we could sit and talk for hours anyways and just goof off about anything. It's yeah. not anything new between us. But it's and it's because we have the same personality as far as humor. <laughs> like I would say something, it'd be funny. And then but you bounce like you're pretty witty and I don't think I give you enough credit and I don't think people around you or more people who are around you can give you the credit openly to say that you're pretty witty when it comes to being funny. Thank you. Um but it was good because the the response to the podcast they were like that was a really good insightful podcast and y'all are funny and i'm just like well listen i I honestly think everyone's funny i just think we're doing it on our own time and just people are listening to us talk and it didn't even feel like an hour it didn't no it felt like maybe 30 minutes yeah it's because like when you're and it was fun like it was super fun Mm -hmm. and i i usually enjoy the podcast that much when i usually do them so it was really fun to like sit there with one of my you know one of my best friends and just have a conversation yep so how did it feel to be vulnerable in that podcast like I know it wasn't easy because I mean look it's not there's there's no secret that you're going through shit I mean everyone does oh crap I didn't mean to cuss but everyone goes through (laughs) things and for your first podcast for you to get on the microphone and be as as vulnerable as you were like how did that how did it feel days later maybe an hour later um well you know that night was pretty crazy anyways but it felt really good actually to get a lot of that stuff off my chest not pointing fingers or saying names or anything like that like it just felt good and then the attention that it grabbed I was like and it went by really good like it almost went overnight yeah like 6,000 people overnight and that was nothing like what people don't understand I didn't announce the podcast dropping I just dropped it I didn't tell anybody I recorded it. I dropped it. I didn't promote it. Mm-mm. But all that meant was that I have such a loyal fan base who still, I checked the numbers on my old podcast because my old one is um, still up on uh, Spotify, Apple, Apple podcast, stuff like that. Yeah. But when you're, when you're inactive for over a year and a half or two years, it permanently locks you out. You can still access it to delete episodes if you want. Yeah. But you can't reopen it with the same account. So you just, you just lost. Yeah. But people could still listen to it. But all that showed me was that um, I have a real loyal fan base. And it was crazy because people would sit here and say, well, you know, he only got 20 likes on there. Listen, people are going to more subjectively be nosy and listen to you. Oh, yeah. Than to like than to, you know, those, you know, 14,000 people or whatever within the first 48 hours, they could have just as much shared it and clicked the like button. Yeah. But they rather listen, yeah. you know, and it's usually the people that listen that just want to be nosy. I mean, not be nosy, but they're also a fan, too. You yeah. know, it's a mix. It is a mix. It's a bittersweet mix. I mean, I'm not complaining about it at all. So, no, I mean, people just if they want to be nosy, I mean, I want to be nosy sometimes, too. I like to know what's going on. But people like to hear insight and like perspectives, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, how did your family feel about the podcast? Uh, my mom was super stoked about it. And my sister seemed to like it, too. And, you know, my daughter, she liked it. I mean, everybody that I knew that was around me, every time you sent me something that would show the numbers just going up and up and up, everybody was like, dang. And I was like, this is crazy. Did it feel kind of surreal, though? It did. Were you nervous about, you know, not saying living to expectation because you shouldn't, 
I mean, people love surprises. People mm-hmm. love spont you know spontaneous uh, drops. And you know, when it came out of nowhere, and people were listening to the topics, what I would the more feedback I got was one great conversations all the way around. Oh yeah. Um, open discussions and perspectives on both. Um, and second, just the vibe. That's what they kept saying, like the vibe. Like the I can vibe listen was to it. On it was so on. Yeah, it was so on. And what people don't understand is like. That's the kind of friendship that I like having. And I think that, you know, our friendship is, you know, we're not perfect, but, you know, we stood the test of time as far as that, because for the most part, we're the same, but we're opposite. Yes. You know, you're a little more, uh, <laughs> your your cooler head would prevail to my temperament, you know? Uh, <laughs> so it's always kind of funny when I hear about that. But I, um, I'm pretty, I was really excited. I was happy for you. I know I was happy for the podcast. Um. And I hated that, you know, that Jamie wasn't able to make it. But I know. Um, another thing is, like, it was it was good for the platform. It was good for her platform. Uh, the yeah. numbers did great. I, I still can't wait to meet her. Yeah, no, she's really funny. She's really cool, too. I think you'll, I think just the energy of the three would be really, really good. <laughs> I think me and her would get along so great. Yeah, like, don't try to, like, bully me or nothing because, like, both of y'all can get it <laughs> in one room, you know. But, um... What's what's crazy was I was I was I just want to tell you like I'm really really happy for you. Thank you. Because the timing and the outcome was so satisfying from the events that followed before that. Yeah. So it made it all the better to see how great it turned out and how much people really really in tune with you as a person, you know. And so I was just really happy for you. Oh, thank you. I'm yeah. happy for you too because it's working out great. Well, it, it, you know, I think it. I think it was a benefit for everybody, mm-hmm. but I think the listeners benefited too because they were actually, we were asking each other and telling each other things that everyone thought about. And I think that's why people listen to us and like listen, like listen to my old podcast and, and everything. And if y'all like that kind of stuff, wait till you hear the other podcast that I'm doing and I'm producing. I'm starting to realize that I like producing them more yeah. than actually doing it. Maybe one day I'll just actually produce and not talk on it. You're a very talented man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me tell you something that's crazy that came on facebook today that's just completely crazy so i was just scrolling all right and i saw i'm not like i can't say the names because i'm hoping i'm really hoping i get an interview because i was hoping that it will come into full circle and reach back to me yeah but let me ask your opinion about something so you were obviously married you were married to a woman right yeah you go to church right uh i did okay what church did you go to love and truth Oh, did you now? Okay, so listen. The only reason I asked that. It's a good church. Why'd you stop? Um, honestly, I can't give you an answer because... Was it personal reasons or... I mean, the church is not bad. Like, they have great people there and um, a lot of people from the county that we live in go to that church too. It's very... Um, it's not small town, if that makes any sense. It's like a mega church? I wouldn't say it's a mega church. When I think of mega church, I think of... Like a Joel Osteen or... No, I'm thinking like Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis because that church is so huge. Right. Oh, is that the one with the three crosses yes. or whatever? Okay. Yes. I thought I remember. I recognized that name with that. Um, <clears throat> so this big post came out about somebody who had been going to a church. Can't say the church. But... um. And because I don't want to out the story of it, but like I'm going to tell you the premise of it. It was basically the premise of someone who had dedicated their services to the church for over 10 years. 
And because of certain reasons like tithing or, or some sort of standard that had to be kept, like they were completely replaced. And that to me is nuts. How can you, can you imagine dedicating 10 years to a job and maybe you just didn't dress right or, you know, you want to do something different with yourself and they just replaced you? That's sad. Isn't that weird? I, I don't, it's you know, not I used to weird, think it's sad. Well, I used to think that churches were always based on giving out the word, you know, like trying to gain people to follow God and God, you know, follow his word and his grace. And, yeah. and you know, people who want to uh, take on the Christian lifestyle, like they're supposed to promote the great part of a Christian lifestyle. They're supposed to say, okay, like this is, this is where God wants you. This is where you should be. Mm-hmm. Let me show you why this is so great. But then. I understand standards, but what are standards that they're going to cost you people who really want to follow the word, you know? Yeah. Did they ever treat your whole marriage situation as an issue? Uh, not that I noticed. And this is love and truth, right? Yeah. Okay. Not that I ever noticed. How long did you go? Um, I went, f- let's see. I've been off and on for like four years. Mm. Maybe a little bit longer. Like spaced out, not like all four years together, but like just spaced out. Because I went there in my first marriage too. Right. Were they really clicky? Is it like a really clicky church? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't. I don't think so at all. I was hearing these like weird, weird claims from just a bunch of people. It wasn't just one. It wasn't that particular incident. It was like a a, a couple of other incidents with people who offer services to us to a certain church. Yeah. And it almost felt like, like, you know how you have a gatekeeper who allows people to be where they need to be? And it's just, it's kind of like a job when you have a pecking order. Yeah. You know, you you know, someone can get rid of you if they really wanted to. And I just That's thought that. Anywhere. Yeah, I know. And I thought, I just thought that was so weird that a church would ever do that. I never, I've heard of shady and shisty things going with like Southern churches. But there's know? always two sides to every story. Absolutely. And that's the reason I didn't jump way too into it. Like, just because that one person was having so many issues, what were they doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, I think if you're going to, I don't think it is important to lose any type of congregation unless it was just so unfixable that parting ways was the best way to do it. Maybe I don't they think. They weren't I, doing their part right. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, that's where I think the standard is. And, the, and it's just one side of the story. Yeah. You know. It's just I, like at a job, too. Like, if. If you're not doing your job, I mean, they're going to replace you, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Tennessee is like an at-will firing place anyway. I mean, a firing state anyway. They could fire you whenever they want. They could That's walk true. in and say you're gone. Yeah. You know, there's no, they don't have to have a reason, you know. Um, but I remember when I was younger and I was going to a church when I was a kid. And I remember the pastor being so, so intuitive about people. Like, there's there's a difference between tithing because you're giving your offering back to God for the blessings that he had give you. Yes. For working and just, you know, it's just, you know, everybody knows what tithes are. Yeah. So I remember this one preacher and my dad can actually attest to the story because he was more there about it and to hear about it than I was. I was yeah. a kid. I was like 10, 11, 12. Well, this pastor was trying to get all almost everyone in the congregation to like give their whole checks to the church. Like not even just 10 percent or 15 percent, 20 percent, like their whole checks. He said, God told me he, he wants y'all to give me your whole paycheck. He wanted he wanted to pocket that money, <laughs> but that's where sometimes people lose faith in the church because you have people who do that and mislead themselves, take advantage, and take advantage of their I don't want to say flock, 
but they're congregation. And so they take advantage of it. And <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's more, I would expect something like that to be in a small town. I just didn't expect it to be in such a bigger city. You know, you expect, you know, small business or even, because you've seen a lot of small businesses, people who take advantage and they just do people wrong. And, you know, whether it's a car lot or, you know, some type of business or any, any kind of like, any kind of like really, really quick money making business yeah. that doesn't stand the test of time. But I, you know, I've heard of a lot of things about those small churches that happen to be that way. I just didn't expect it to be in a, in a city like that. I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, I don't know. I don't like people getting it, taken advantage of like that. I mean, I don't either. Nobody likes to be taken advantage of, honestly, but yeah. and it, anything. I don't know. Either way. Let's just skip you. I, I'm gonna get off because I got truly upset about it, and I mean, I maybe been I just need it too. Well, maybe I just need to like bring my temper temperament down. I just don't like people getting taken advantage. I don't like dedicating to something. It's no different than dedicating to a job or a marriage or a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, how'd that work out? <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Never again. <laughs> well, since you're single, how's it going in the single life? Uh, Any prospects? <laughs> Um, maybe a few. You ever have married men hit you up? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. You know the worst part about that is, you know, even like, even now, like when you think about when you're truly, truly single and like you, you, you particularly at this age, like back then when our 20s, when we were single, we wanted everyone to know we were single. Yeah. Like, cause we wanted, me, myself, I wanted the attention. Like I wanted, hey, like, look, it's like a, it's like an advertisement. Like, <laughs> hey. I'm not saying I'm available, but I'm definitely not going to not open your You can messages. say something if you want to, though. <laughs> I mean, you can shoot your shot, but I may not shoot it back, you know? Right. And so, like, now as I've gotten older, I'm so much more discreet about being single or in a relationship. Because, for one, if I'm in a relationship, I want it to be, I want it to be, not, I don't want it, I don't want to say secret. God, it sounds so terrible. I want it to be. Private. Private with a touch of discretion because until I know for a fact that the bond is unbreakable, I don't want to put my stuff out there. Yeah. I always used to think that people who post too much are having issues because you're overcompensating. And that's it is true. Think about it. How many times have you seen people overpost, overpost, overpost? And then four, five, six weeks later, their pictures are either the guys with their kids and the girls by herself. And it's like a selfie competition there. Can I use myself as an example? I was, all right, give me a good example. Let me sh sh just like air this little laundry out. So I thought that my marriage was perfect. So I constantly posted that other person and how wonderful they were and how blessed I was to have them in my life. And oh, yeah, I knew all it. the yeah. while, they didn't definitely. even want me anymore. There was definitely somebody who was like, oh, yeah, they're definitely having problems now. <laughs> and I didn't even know. <laughs> well, you know, what do you mean you didn't know? Like you didn't see it coming or you just you ignored it? I mean, come it. on. You know I. Well, I mean, I'm just asking you at the time. At the time, I did not know. Okay. Well, you know, that's your fault. That is my fault. <laughs> That's why the wall has been built. And I in well and that's probably a good thing. You probably need to protect yourself uh, to yep. protect your uh, your peace because you know whether or not you're really going, you know, if you're going through it, if you're not going through it, you still need until you're ready to really put yourself to be vulnerable again out there like you need to be okay with yourself first. Yeah. That I was mean, my the, big issue. The wall is up for sure. Yeah. And I, I mean I hate to be that way, but I mean it's still kind of fresh. I think I think um I think fresh. you're I think you're desensitized to common 
things that have, that used to trigger you back in the day, mm-hmm. but it's the new stuff that triggers you quicker now. But you don't sit on it as long, no. which means that you're already kind of out. Like I'm you're already out on your way quicker. out. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're only like you're moving past it. And I'm not crying anymore. Yeah, you haven't. You know, you haven't. That's mm-hmm. a yeah, yeah. Because those used to make me really uncomfortable. <sighs> I didn't know. I was like, oh. I you was saw ba- me ugly cry, okay? Oh, my God. Like, ugly. And I didn't even tell you, too. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to get off the phone. No. Or I didn't want to be on the how phone. How about when in person, in person, when I ugly cried in front of you? You were just, it was like the little pats on the back. It was like. What do you do? Because I can't just exit because then I look like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be like, oh, you know, my truck's running. <laughs> And it's not that I didn't want to be there for you. I just, crying makes me uncomfortable. I know, but I couldn't help it. I know, but that just shows that you were in pain and that's okay. So I was listen. in a lot of pain. Well, the good thing is like the things that used to bother you so much, that was a daily like reminder, doesn't bother you anymore. Mm-mm. You're so, you're so, even, even I said it the other day, I was like, wow, you're so desensitized. Like it's so nuts. <laughs> like you're almost turning into me. And so you were like, well, I'm trying to get there. And I'm like, well, you will, because you're on your right path. Like, you're on your right track now. And I've done really good because, you know, Snapchat, <clears throat> Snapchat's been trying to get me to look at these memories and stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, don't. Don't you dare let that thing go. Let, don't let Snapchat gaslight you into looking <laughs> to those things, you know? <laughs> I think we're all kind of a subject to gaslighting, especially when it comes to Facebook memories. Like, I remember one time I was on there. I won't go through those either. No, it, I mean, but look, it's like one of those times like Facebook memories will come up and it was like six years ago. And you're like, oh, my God, I dated that person. I delete. I delete. <gasps> things look how now. fat I was. Oh, those are the worst pictures. <laughs> oh, those are the worst. And they're the worst. And I'm like, I posed like that. Or I looked and I thought this looked good. Oh, I thought post. I looked good. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't see you six years ago. Thank God. Man. <laughs> You'd roast me. <laughs> Not yeah, yeah, yeah you would. No, I've saw a few pictures that I roasted. Stop, you on, stop. You know, Just uh, stop. but I don't. You know what? I'm I'm actually a very considerate person. If I'm talking, let's say if I'm talking to someone or getting to know somebody. I don't go back and look at their old pictures because I'm just going like, eh, see where you came from. You know, it could be a good or bad thing, but I try to show them, even unknowingly to them, I show them respect not to go back and try to like. Or the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Well, you, they can't do that to me because I deleted all the pictures that I don't <laughs> like, you know. Um, I need to do that. But how's it going though? Other than that, like, how's it going? Like, I'm okay. I'm really, I really, I have been great actually. I've um, cut a lot of people out. Yeah. And that has helped me tremendously. Yeah. Like um, my normal folks that I would talk to on the daily, I just let them go. And it's been so peaceful and wonderful. And I've just been working, doing, playing with the puppy dogs all day long. And yeah, I always feel like there's that one thing that will break the camel's back. And I think particularly in your situation, something did. And it almost like it, it like someone, it's like someone turned you around and turned the off switch and like you're done. It's a, that's what I mean. Like that's the whole turning it on, turning it off. And, yeah. it, and it, it can apply to family. It can apply to friends, mm-hmm. old relationships, old friendships, like really anything in situations, you know. I mean, my thing is like. I'm turning cold. No, don't, well, don't, don't turn completely cold. Don't let your experiences not, turn you that I'm cold. Not. But like, are you putting yourself out there now? Like, what do you mean? Like, are you just kind of like, you're not in inter- like, I'm not going to say you're purposely, like, purposely entertaining, like, you're not putting it out there like, oh, I'm single, What what's the plan tonight? Thank God you don't put that, because I would no. tell you to delete it. No. I'd be like, hey, don't be that person, because uh-uh. I hate those people. I've been um, pretty private lately. 
Yeah. And I like it that way. Like the discretion private? Yes. So if you hang out with someone, it's private? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I think that's the best way to do it. Because right. you can get a lot of assinuations and assumptions. Um, and then people tend to run with narratives that I think are ridiculous. But I'm also allowed to be friends with whoever I want to be friends with. Like if somebody was like, hey, you want to go get dinner tonight? I'd be like, yeah. sure. Yeah, you know, yellow, yeah. as they say. <laughs> yellow. <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my thing is, like, I've always thought it was kind of weird when, like, the narrative of, of just hanging out. It used to be you could just hang out with people. And, I, well, I guess it just depends on how people perceived you before, I guess. Because if you have a past, of uh, like a past, like if, if I was a, a big player in my past, people wouldn't believe that I could have platonic <laughs> relationships. I feel like you're calling me. I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying. <laughs> on the podcast, you're calling me out right I'm, now. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, like. You can have platonic friendships where it's just friends. I can. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But if people already have a perception, then they're not going to believe it. Whether you are not doing anything, they're not going to believe what you say. You know what's great now? What's that? Is I don't care. Yeah, that's what the other great part about say. it. <laughs> I don't care. That's an amazing part. But you know, and that's what I was, I tell people, and I've told people this for years. I would never, ever, ever. You know, one situation particularly with uh, somebody with one of my exes <clears throat> that I said. I would never defend myself if I know I'm right. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not, because if I defend myself, then I'm admitting some kind of guilt and I'm never, ever doing that. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But um, I'm just not going to have the conversation. Yeah, I'm just not, I don't have, (laughs) as as a 35 year old man, I don't have to have these discussions with you. I I mean, I don't have to argue with anybody. But see, I'm not on, it's like, it's one of those those things too. Like if I'm not, I'm not on trial, I don't have to answer to you Mm -hmm. or anybody. So I always think it's weird when people defend themselves when they're not doing anything wrong. Now, mind you, when I was younger and I was accusing somebody of doing something, like an ex of mine or something, I would be kind of particularly weird if they didn't say, well, you knew I wouldn't do that or I'm not doing that. Or like basically not push back a little bit more because I'd be like, why aren't they pushing back? Because they know they're guilty. Yeah. But in reality, it's like, why would you defend something if you don't have to? Or how about if you just don't care? You just don't care. I mean, that's another way, too. That's my thing. I just don't care anymore. So what do you think, as far as, like, where you, where you stand now? And it's just a whole new year, right? Yeah. It's crazy because, like, in the in the past two or three weeks, like, you have turned into a whole different person. And it's a good thing. Now I'm just speaking yeah. as a friend. I mean, when you see friends go through things for months, and then you just see a whole, like, snap, different person. And it's like, my conversation's with you are way different. It's almost like I'm meeting you for the first time, but you're still the same person to me. I am a completely different person now than when we first started hanging out, if you really think about it. Yeah. I don't drink anymore, really. Like, I might have one at dinner or something like that, but Mm -hmm. I'm not drinking near as what I used to. I've completely changed my... I can't I can't just be the sensitive person that I was anymore, and I can't care about people that don't care about me. I think that's where a lot of people have a downfall. Uh, the soft heart uh, error really kind of has to be uh, monitored because people will tend to take advantage of it. I think that there's nothing wrong with wearing a heart on your sleeve. You just got to know when to wear it and with who. You know, we got to know when it's okay to put that shirt on and say, all right, like I'm going to allow myself to be this way with you. But the first moment I start seeing something, like it's coming back off yeah. and not in a sexual way. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, it's just one of those things that it's just like people, it's so much harder to gauge people's intentions anymore. That's yeah. why I've always just been kind of direct. 
um, since I've been single, I've always been like, hey, like, this is where I stand. This is where I see it. And I just rather you hear from me than for you to think that I'm changing up on you. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't even think I'm going to be the person to even text somebody and tell them why I'm not talking to them anymore. Like, I'm just this is my era. This is my year. I'm going to do what I want to do. And if somebody has an issue with it, then I'm sorry. So I know and I, I see and I understand where you're standing on that. But are you still going to be willing to take advice from people close to you who care for you, like a sibling or your kids or your friends or anything like that? <laughs> or your friends. friend, your real friend. I'm your real friend. Yes, I think I think so. I guess it just depends on who it's coming from. Because most of the time, like if it's coming from a family member, I'm not going to listen. <laughs> I listen to what you have to say. Yeah, and I and for the most part, I listen to what you have to say, too. Do uh, you, though? <laughs> I mean, I take it in consideration. I don't think you have a, 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 a malice, a, a malicious a, like intent towards me or oh, something I do. You're very actually very supportive of things I've ever talked about and do. Um, but the good thing is, is, like, I've always wondered, like, how far is advice for friends? Like, when do you say, okay... This is something I probably need to stay out of. Even if they ask me for the advice, like, I need to stay out of it. Like, how far? I mean, what is too far, if you really think about it? I don't know. Um, I'm not going to let it get that far, so. <laughs> do, you, like, do you think it would be, like, a situation if it's, like, drugs or something? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like a like, drinking I'm not, problem? Yeah, I'm not I'm not down with the with the drugs. And um, the drinking problem, you mm-hmm. know, I fixed it on my own, though, really. Yeah, there for a minute, I was going to be like, You put man. your two cents in every now and then. You were like, all right, man, you're doing it too much now. And I'd be like, mm, maybe. But I would never listen to you. It, it has to be like when they're ready. Yeah, and I think it wasn't, and I didn't take you not listening to me or taking my advice as anything personal. It's just that when you care for someone, you say, hey, like, if you see me self, and I felt like, and I, and the only thing is, is because I seen what you were going through. Yeah. So I had to say, okay, I've got to let her go through this mm-hmm. and handle it how she needs to handle it and not how I think I would handle it. We're not the same as far as that. No. Um, I don't have, that's a coping mechanism. And I've always heard that it's a coping mechanism for people who, who do drink and are going through things that helps them forget. It, it gets them to where they're in a space where they're relaxed and you know, and everything. And so for me, I don't have that because I don't do any of that. So I can, I got to speak, I got to like really tread lightly, but I only insert it when I feel like it's getting really, really, you know. Honestly, what has helped me the most is like, it's the fact that you don't do those things. Yeah. Like knowing that like you and I could go out to eat and I'm not going to feel pressured to take a shot or, you know, anything like that. And like, I have another friend Um, she's been super supportive with me and she's been there for me every step of the way too. Um, she just, she's the same way. And I mean, I'm very, very selective about my friendships now. And like, I will say that I do have three people that I, that are friends that I talk to almost every single day now. Mm -hmm. And they check up on me, make sure I'm okay, which you're one of them. And I have two other female friends that check up on me. I'm grateful for. Yeah. Um, and I would just rather keep it that way. Like, I'm not trying to go out and party and things like that anymore. Well, the good thing about it is, is like, when you are able to to understand the value of a friend, like a friendship, 
you tend to be, like you said, more selective. Like you had a lot of friends around you last year that weren't really friends. No, I mean, be, no, I mean, associates. I, yeah, well, they were there for a reason. Like I'm not even saying that they don't have the quality to be a good friend. They just weren't what you needed as a friend. You needed uh, a little more of a guidance instead of a, a good oh, time. you know, hey, you, you should go do this, yeah. you know. Um, you should do that. And so my thing is like, those are cool for them, you know, but long-term it's never going to last. And yeah. clearly they don't stand the test of time anyways, because and I don't want to be friends with somebody that's going to like need me there constantly. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to have my time separately, like rather it'd be sitting at home, not doing anything, being with the kids. Like if I have my kids, I don't want to do anything really, unless, you know, you've got your kids and then we can all hang out together. Like, that's right. different. Because they, like, tend to, like, keep each other busy. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, for the most part, you know, our teenagers are just... <laughs> they're funny. They're funny. <laughs> they low-key just make me laugh. And, and I could sit there and watch them all day. I know, me too. Their interactions are so awkward, and I love it. <laughs> um, and I tend to want to make it uncomfortable, too. <laughs> but, you know... Like, Do you when, think that's how we were when we were younger? Yeah, I think we were a little awkward. I think around you days I was, because I didn't really particularly become a social person until I was in high school. And that was because, obviously, because high school is a whole different dynamic. But I grew grew up around all these people, so I was really, really comfortable. But that didn't mean I was social. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, I appreciated, I think I appreciated my relationships as far as, like, when I was in elementary school. Because it really, like, scratched off how to actually be a boyfriend or, you know, or have a girlfriend. And you kind of move those things out of the way early on. Like, you realize that. You know, they're always going to have a guy friend. You realize that they're always going to have a guy hitting on them or vice versa. Or you realize that their friends may not ever like you. And if you do one thing, they're never going to like you ever again. You realize that it's just going to be gossipy. Every issue you have will be told to the friends. Like you learn these things. Yeah. And it's like that now. Yeah, I know. And I thought we were (laughs) over this already. No. I mean. Like, I don't want to do this as an adult anymore. (laughs) You know. And if I see someone else look at my TikTok page being nosy, man, I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it I'm happens to of, me on the daily. It's so gossipy and it's like it's a bunch of yentering. And, ah. It's a good time. I, for them. People for me, really, it's annoying. People really, really want to know, though. They want to be Yeah, but I'm not that. Know. I mean, yeah, but like, you know me. I don't and post. you're so private. I am. I'm really private. But I, And that's another thing. Like, looking on there ain't going to do you no good. No. Because, like, what are you going to find out? Unless you're in my inner circle, you're never going to know me. Yeah. Like, you the know. stuff you post on Facebook, like, it's just whew, off the wall stuff. Yeah, it is. Like, you could be talking about, I don't even know what, you could be talking I, about the kid at the store. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I could literally make a post about something, and it'll be completely never near what you're even thinking. At all. And only people who know me would know, yeah. because they would get it, you know. But, and I, but listen, like I said, you are slowly becoming me, and it's kind of weird, because... This is scary. Like, because, like, I know you, because, like, we have a certain way of texting, and it's like... If I don't hear it from you after a certain time, I'm like, all right, cool. She's like, boom. She's she's either asleep. Asleep. She's having me time. She's eating. She's hanging out with family. She's hanging out with a friend. And let that be, you know, let that be what it is. I'll talk to her tomorrow. And we always FaceTime, you know, at lunchtime or something. Yeah. So it's like you have to have like, and I don't take it personal. I don't have, I don't have to talk to you all night. And you I know? appreciate it so much. And so like we know like the next day I'm gonna hear from you. Yeah. So it's just like I think that's what, you know, people don't understand that sometimes boundaries are needed yeah. for a friendship. 
And luckily, I don't have a friend that's in my life now that doesn't have a boundary with me. Because I'm like, "Eh," you know. Well, you like to keep your distance, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought about that on the last podcast we talked about. Because I sit back and I have to listen to it. Then I talked to... um, when I did the uh, the Mind Matters podcast with Anna, yeah, uh, we were talking about my standoffish behavior, yeah, and I explained why, and she gave me such a revelation, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait for you to hear that podcast because I was like, you can hear it in my voice, and I'm kind of like, wow, like you were shocked. I was really shocked. I was kind of, uh, it felt good to hear something from a professional, yeah, who does this on a daily basis, and it's say, nice to know that she's also a human about it too. She's very understanding. Yes, like very humble, very like down to earth. Probably, the, I mean, just talk to me about her personal life. Like she brought her personal stuff into my personal stuff, and I'm just like, like why? I, in my head, I was like, okay, you'll never share that in a million years. But no. she did. She was like, look, this is how vulnerable I'm being. With most, you, most people would not even do that. No, they wouldn't even give you an insight of their life because they want you to see them as as a certain standard of like where you should be like, Hey, look, look at me and look at how I am. Like, this is where you should be. Yeah. But really she's like, look, I'm here with you. Yeah. Like I'm here. I know the knowledge to help you. I could talk you through things to help you through your problems, but I'm no different than you are with problems. I have them just like you do. Yeah. She's equal. I know. And like Anna, Oh my God. Anna cook. She is, that is going to be such a good podcast. And when I, I wrote it on Facebook, I was like, man, I am so excited to be a part of that. Cause that is going to be such a good segue for me because it's going to be me and her doing it together uh i'll be producing most of it but we'll have conversations together like we are now yeah but it it also helps me bounce off you know things that i know she grew up in a different era than i than we did yeah you know so she went through things and was able to experience and like look at the levity of things and like she knows how to handle it we grew up in different eras so i give her my experiences of stuff that i know people in my life went through and maybe if people younger than me go through similar things, they would know how to kind of listen to it and address it the way, you know. You're supposed to. Yeah. Because there's things in my life I wish I could have handled better, you know. I think <laughs> everybody, I think everybody could say that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> so isn't it crazy how sometimes friendships have like an expiration date? Like two years ago, the same people you were around two years ago are not who you're around today. <laughs> nope. Of course, you never would think that, you know. Um I mean, it just cra- it's crazy how life changes. And, you know, I always think it's weird. And I kind of give myself a hard time because I think that the older I get, it's like I don't want to be alone with, like, a few. I used to, I used to say I don't want to be alone with a few friends and no one around me. But as I've gotten older, I've been okay with being alone with a few people around me that I can trust and depend on i know if i call these three people like they show up i think that's the way it's supposed to be honestly yeah like having all those friend groups and stuff like that that's not worth it anymore it's (sighs) too much drama well drama is the tendency of the person who's actually bringing it so (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) don't at her (laughs) no Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to call anybody out, you know. I'm just saying. Like, you just did. I, I, well, no, I didn't. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I kind of did. Listen. <laughs> Ooh. My thing is like. I hope she don't listen. <laughs> I don't care if she listens. Um, because I it's just been one of those things. Is like, only time I ever worry about drama is when people bring it to me. Yeah. And ten and and. 
technically when the drama does come and it's pretty consistent, it's because it's the it's the people who thrive on it. Oh yeah. And I think that's what used to drain me. But you know, when you're so loyal to a friend, you stand by them, even though when you know they're wrong. Yeah. You know, and so it's just one of those things I really am trying to like do better. Do better and like there's a lot of times I'll be like, man, you know, I'm okay with just not having a lot of people around me that's just gonna bring me down. Like bring me down, bring me stress. Drain you. Yeah, because like I think we all kind of have our own situations with our jobs, our kids. Almost everyone we know has kids, you know. I'm really surprised you didn't leave me and all my stuff because that was really draining. I mean, not only was it draining for me, but I could see how it would be draining for you. Are you talking about when you were going through your um Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um <laughs> No, I think that um But I mean that's truthful. <clears throat> that's truthful. Yeah, I think that um I think you've expressed it a few times. I think you were like, like, I'm sorry that I'm putting you through this and I don't want you to leave because of what I, you know, everything I'm going through. And I think the only reason, one of the main reasons for one, like you never did anything in particular to me that would cause me to leave. Like I told you, if if it was going to be something I'm going to leave for, like I'm going to quit our friendship for, it's just because something was done particularly to me that was disrespectful or whatever. Yeah. And I think uh, in hindsight, you were going through it and you come into me when you were down that could prevent, like prevent anything that would hurt me in the long run. Then I wouldn't want to leave you without, hey, if I what if I didn't like, because I think about my friend Chris, I didn't know that Chris was going through the things he went through. And I wish that if he would have called me, then maybe he'd still be here if he called me as every time he had an episode or something, you know. Yeah. And so I never want anyone to feel like I'm just completely unreachable. You know, I would want them to be there for me if as much as they would want me to be there for them. Yeah. So I don't think I would have ever left you high and dry. And I didn't. I didn't. You know, in that particular situation, I was completely neutral with both of you. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to pick sides. Um, and that's just what I stood on at the time. But um as you can see, our friendship stood the test of time, so, <clears throat> you know, and that's why, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's what you do, though, like, people are gonna, I mean, I never thought in my life that I would ever go through things on, you know, I go through stuff all the time, but I only, I, I always, I'm, like you said, I'm so private, I leave subtle hints, I don't ever just, um, particularly, like, reach out to you. And we talked about that, too. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't do that to me. I know, and I think what it is is, like, I let it boil over, Mm -hmm. and then I let it get to me. And that's my fault. Yeah. Because you can't read my mind, and um, you can only do what you can do with what you know. And you know how I am. Like, if if something's bothering me, like, you're the first person that I call. Yeah, and and one thing I will say about you that's better than any quality that I have is, you don't go in. You don't go to anything, or you don't end anything without conversations. And so that's what, because when when we had gotten into it a few weeks ago, and we were just back and forth and then back and forth, and it was really me going at you. But <laughs> yeah, you were like, "Look, if you want to, like, just you know, we need to talk about this in person." And that's one quality I will say about you that I think I think you need that face to face confirmation that it's done. That but way, you can't it, do it through text. That you can't, and because I mean, text messages can be really misleading. They can. And um, you should take that in your friendships, your marriage, anything. Anything like a job. Like if you get in trouble at work, it's not going to be through an email. You're going to get called into the office. Yeah, you're going to get and sat they're going to confront you yeah. about it. And yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to be like. 
Yeah. If anything, you should learn that from your job. <laughs> you think you would learn that from your parents because that's what happens to you with your parents. <laughs> well, you know? not every parent is like that, though. Yeah, that's true. My mom and dad used to love dressing us down. Uh, but it was uh, it was because they wanted us to like compose ourselves correctly around people. Yes. My parents were really big about not being embarrassed. She don't they didn't like it. My mom is the biggest one about being she didn't even as us as adults, we joke on her, me and my siblings, and we just joke around with her as anybody as any other set of kids was that I mean are that have the type of personalities that we all have. And uh they tend to uh just kind of joke on them just as a as a funny thing. Like we're at this age, you're at this age, like we can joke with each other. You know, we're close you know, we're not yeah. kids and teenagers anymore. And my mom will still get embarrassed, and she don't like it. So sometimes but you're like that too, believe it or not. Yeah, probably. No, you really are. I can, I can probably see that. You do not like to be embarrassed, especially yeah. like if your kids are being bad. <sighs> you just have to give them the look, and then they're just they just fix themselves. I know, I, and you know what? That's the one thing I am I'm so happy about is I never had to like discipline my kids like that because. I think I learned that from my mom. My mom used to just give us one thought. Like, you just knew. Like, the room shifted when she made the look. <laughs> she just look at you, and it'd shift, and it would just stop. And then you're like, okay, all right. Yeah. Like, you throw your That's hands enough. up really quick. You ever did that whole, like, yeah. you cower away, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and speaking of cowering away, I got a bone to pick with you. Why did you tell me about that salt burn movie? <laughs> How dare you, bro? <laughs> A friend of mine had been telling me about it, and I saw, like, all the reactions on TikTok, and I was like, this might be really good. And honestly, I thought it was a love story. Mm. I really, really did. Like, I didn't know what it was going to be. And then I watched it one night, and I was like, what <laughs> am I watching? And then I was like, you know what? Lewis is always talking about weird movies. Oh, crap. I didn't mean to call you that. Jay. <laughs> wow. You have to like the it. disrespect continues. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> but like, well, you were insistent on me watching it. You're like, hey, watch it. Watch it. You should really watch it. You should watch it. Did you watch it last night? And I'm like, no, I didn't. And I think a, a little bit when I procrastinated like two days, I'm like, that's God telling me not to watch this. Because I watched it and I was so mortified. But you know, the comments <laughs> and stuff that you make. <laughs> and, and it... And it <laughs> It's like someone put that in line for me. Like, people don't know you really. Like, they really don't. And I do. I knew that if you watch that movie, you'd be like, what? (laughs) Like, are they recording me? Because (laughs) I've said almost all of this, you know? Yes. Oh, that tub scene. I really, I have not said it since. Have you noticed? I have not said it since. I've seen someone do that now. Yeah. Like on that. And I was just like, I have never said, I'm never, never saying again. it again. Never again. Because I'm like, I'm disgusted. Like it, I, it was like, just thinking about it makes me gag. I just need other people to see. <laughs> no, there, no. I think there's a lot of people out there too, like in our county that won't admit that they watched it. Oh, they definitely watched it. Because <laughs> they can't, they won't be able to walk into church on Sunday. No. Talking about getting sprayed down with holy water. Their skin starts to like steam. Because <laughs> it's so bad. Feel their feet burning. <laughs> I just don't like that I've seen it with my own two eyes. Now, mind you, I've watched some disturbing movies. Like, I've seen some really bad things. I know. And me and my friend Clint, we used to come do work every day and be like, hey, man, you should really watch this. If you if you think that's bad, wait till you see this thing. <laughs> and so we will watch it and I'll be like, oh, my God. But do it- you remember when you called him the other day? And you were like, what about this salt burn movie? And he was like, yeah, man, you need to watch it. And I was like, see? He said because it was disturbing. Yes. And... uh 
And then when I told him about our movies, he's like, no, nah, man, don't do it, man. Save her soul. Don't let her watch that. Like, don't let, don't, why would you do that to her? You know? Cause I'm like, well, if she made me watch that, then I'm going to let her watch this. Yeah. And it'll completely, it'll just ruin you. Like there are things that people come up with. And the fact that it even made it to like a, uh, movie? A, a comedy, not a comedy. I'm sorry. It was definitely not a comedy, <laughs> but a film festival. It actually made film festivals and people watched it. And like, it's banned in every country, but the country it was made in. That's how bad it is. It's so disturbing. God. I mean, it is. I want to watch it now. No, I, I'm scared <laughs> of it being on my IP address. or Like, I don't want people looking at my search history because if anything happens to me, they're going to be like, what is this dude looking at? You know, but, um, but yeah, no, that was that was pretty bad. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I've seen some weird TikToks about it, though. That doesn't do it justice. It doesn't. The family's weird. I always feel like there. Now I'm starting to wonder if there's a family in Crockett County like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's someone out there because like they seem normal on the on on the on, on the like, outside on the outside, but then they're just completely nuts on the inside. And I, I just I just know I know I know that there's a family somewhere living like that. Well, we just can't figure it out. Well, <laughs> they can just keep it to themselves. Yeah, I don't ever want to endure that again. That was nuts. <laughs> And I just, I feel like I had to take like a, like three showers when it was over. <laughs> so <sighs> what would you rate that movie, honestly? Like, what would you give it? Uh, Out of a... A well, removal. Yeah, a like, negative one. A negative one. A negative one. No, the courtyard scene really got me. That made me very <laughs> nauseous. It's weird. It's so Who weird. thinks of that? <laughs> I don't know. They don't read, even... mind you, they read this script and said, yeah, I'll do it. You know, it was just... Well, from what I saw on TikTok is that that graveyard scene is he the guy that played that part? He came up with that on him like by himself. He needs to go away. He's playing the new Joker in the new Batman movie I with know, Robert I heard, Patterson. I heard. He's going to be really good. I, I think he's one of those up and coming actors too. We'll um, have to watch that together. Yeah, I like the new Batman movie with Robert Patterson. I think he did a good Batman. He does do um, good. He does a dark one, like mm -hmm. a dark, young, 20s era yeah. uh, Batman. But, yeah, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to pick a bone with you on that one. I didn't like that. I didn't appreciate it. I want to say on the record that I was I was very upset. <laughs> I would never do that to a friend. I, I can't even apologize to you. No, why would you? It would be fake because you enjoyed it. You laughed at me the next day. I did. It was wild, dude. But... What do you want to, as far as like the success of the podcast, the other episode drop, like, has this become like a really good outlet for you? Yeah, I think it has. Do you think it's like one of those things that you can kind of talk about openly about things and that's where you leave it? You leave it on the podcast and you just let it be? I let it be. Do you ever think that anything you say may stir up anything? I don't care. That's the answer I wanted to hear. Because <laughs> I'd never care. I don't care. But, like, here's the good thing. Like, I'm really happy at the space you're in. I'm really happy to see you grow. I'm actually, like, I'm just, I'm I'm just so excited that I have one of my close friends podcasting with me now. You know, so that's one I of I enjoyed it, honestly. And it's fun, isn't it? Like, yes. it's, like, it's intoxicating. That's what I'm trying to say to people. Like, it's so intoxicating. Once you get in front of the microphone, like, you just completely lose it. Yeah, I'm not even nervous anymore. Like, yeah. when we started today, I was like, let's go. Yeah, you were like. And I didn't even know what we were going to talk about because it's not scripted. No, none and of this is I've scripted. I've gotten a lot of that, too. Like, people asking me, is it scripted? I'm like, no, I have no idea what I'm walking into. Nope. And I have no idea what Jay is going to ask me. Nope. I never, and anybody who I've ever, ever, ever interviewed, even uh, Miss Anna, 
when she was on my first podcast, um, that Let's Discuss It With Jay podcast, is still on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, everything. Um, <clears throat> she asked me one time, hey, are you, what are, can I get a copy of the questions you're going to ask me? I said, um, no, ma'am, I don't tell people my questions because if you if I tell you my questions, then you're going to give me an answer. Like, you're going to come up with the answer. I want to hear the answer. Right off the bat. Right, like, organically. Like, I want to hear what you really think on the moment yeah. in real time. I never, there's not been an episode that, you walked into that Jamie's walked into that any other guests that I've ever had walked into like none of them knew questions. Only person who has the questions is me. It's and Ch- you're brilliant. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I also do a lot of like, like I know that I know what's interesting and I know where to take it and how to lead it to another segue yeah. to another topic. But I also know that um, it's just all about being authentic with it. And if you, if you are yourself, that's all you never had to change that yeah so the conversations will always be the same so um you know that's just i'm really happy about it i'm I'm excited and i um i'm glad you are too and you definitely came in here with a whole different energy you didn't you didn't seem at all like timid no like you sat down you're already adjusting the microphone i was like oh she's ready yo you know you're ready to go with it but um is there anything you want to say? Or you, oh, can, let's thank the audience because they did such an amazing job at listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, getting the numbers up. I really, really want to thank y'all. Y'all did such a great job. Yes, it's so much appreciated. I've never felt so loved, honestly. I know it, and I'm telling you, like, it's, I just feel like it's only going to get better. And so, I do want to discuss before we get off that next week we have a few guests that we got coming in. Yes, I do know that. Um, they're going to be people that I somewhat know through my daily life. And then there's going to be people I think are interesting. Uh, they're going to be, we're going to have a lot of discussions with a lot of different people. So you just never, I'm, and one thing I don't think I'm ever going to do is I'm never going to promote episodes. I'm just going to drop these episodes when they come. Cause if I start promoting it, people are going to be like, well, I really don't want to hear what this topic is about. Yeah. I want every episode to be unknown. So now you have to listen to the whole thing to find out what we're talking about. Because I don't even put bullet points anymore. I used to. If you look at my old ones, I used to put like, talked about this, 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 this. I don't even do that anymore. You want to hear what we're talking about. And clearly we're just, we're we're bouncing from one subject. We have a good discussion, go to another subject, have a discussion. And we just kind of go from there and and we just let it lead, you know, lead its own way. But um, I think it's been better that way. Yeah. And and, and it has. I really think that um, we both give a premise. We both have a perspective. And I think um, that we can agree. And if we don't, we just respectfully disagree and we move on to something else. Yeah. That was never really a debate. Oh, I meant to tell you something else. I wanted to say it on the podcast. Um, Since, you know, I've been keeping to myself so much lately, I've also started playing the guitar some. Yeah, I know. Tell them about that guitar. (laughs) It's so beautiful. It is such a good color. I ordered it from Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful blue. It's not a beautiful like, like it's a, for one. It's beautiful. Great that you bought it from Sweetwater. It's such a great musician store. Yes, they actually called me after mm-hmm. I made my order, and they were like, "Thanks for ordering from me." Blah blah blah, and they were like, um, "If you need anything, just give us a holler back." And it's it's absolutely gorgeous. And I've been practicing every day, so hopefully in like a two month span, maybe by like March, I'll be able to play really good. So is that another outlet that's been keeping you busy? Yes. Is the guitar. Like, I've always wanted you to learn the guitar because I always thought that was such a good thing to have, like a good skill. Imagine you just sitting at the house and you ain't got nothing to do and you just get a guitar and just sit there and just start strumming away. Yeah. And you play really good. And it just it's just like, 
it's something that you only see in movies. So it's really good. I remember when you bought it, you were so excited. And when it came in, I saw it in person. I was like, this is the most beautiful guitar I know. I've ever seen. Like, And I'm so glad that you took up a hobby like that. Because honestly, you would have told me that last year. I wouldn't have believed you. I know. But like, and it's not something that I would normally do either. And that's a good thing. Like, new year, new you. Mm-hmm. Like, you really are stepping into a realm that I'm not recognizing. And I'm actually excited to see where it goes. So I'm really proud of you. I appreciate it. I really, really am. I think this is going to be a great year for everybody. Um, Well, that's going to conclude the Let's Discuss It podcast for today. And I really appreciate y'all listening. And this is the Let's Discuss It podcast.